What's up, people? We are live. Good evening, boys and girls, tryhards and speed boys. Welcome to the only self-aware podcast that focuses on what airsoft is really about. The bullshit and trash talk that happens between games. So grab a beer, pour a shot, and raise a toast to our host, Cole, the airsoft bandit. I'm not ready. What? <laughs> Corey of Guardian Tees, a.k.a. Captain America. Oh, what's up, guys? Carl of BB Dynamics, voted most likely to be abducted by his high school yearbook. What's up, guys? Derek of Moguns and Inquisitor of the Boogaloo. Hey, it's me. Hey, it's him. Uh, and I'm your host, Eric, a.k.a. PNW Punk. Welcome to today's episode. Uh, what episode are we on right now? 29. 30? 29. 29. Yep. 29. Awesome. Today's 29th episode is shamelessly brought to you by our clout writing sponsors, EG Smoke Grenades. That's Anola Gay for anybody else who doesn't know. Uh, use ASAP15 for 15% off all smoke and textile products at their website, anolagay.com. Overwatch Tactics. Overwatch Tactics uses a combination of innovative storytelling and prop design to give you, the player, a unique gaming experience. Visit overwatchtactics.com for more info. And last but not least, KWA. KWA is a tried and true industry leader in AEG and gas blowback products. From Milsim to SpeedQB, KWA has something for every play style. KWA, QRF, Mod 182 are out now. Now, without further ado, let's get this dumpster fire started. What's up, all you other fucking nerds that couldn't go to SHOT Show? <laughs> yeah, you get to come hang out with us. Yeah. And in about a half an hour, one of our other podcasts will be starting. And we hope that you encourage their their staff to come over and watch ours instead. So. Wink. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not a bad way to start. A little bit of shade. Just a smidge. I like it. Uh, I'm going to sit my actual about it. Yeah, no, I want to talk about tea. I like, I, listen, we didn't want to start. I shouldn't be even doing this. But I do like the fact that I may have mentioned it last episode. It means I'm not salty at all. Told you, <laughs> no. man. Mean Joe Listen, Green. I really like the, the tunnel and the coke commercial. I'm not even mad about it. I do like the fact that we have other shows that either go over ours or start halfway into ours. <laughs> They're like, hey, whoa, whoa, no, over here. Remember, we're still a thing. And I'm like, speaking, speaking of starting halfway through, is Falcons finally over? Are they doing another fucking four hour show tonight? No, nah, I think they, I think they wrapped it up for us. Awesome. Shout out to them. I think they actually moved their time frame to help Stat a little bit. So we appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, we could not survive. No, on the backside, though, we still have an issue. <laughs> <laughs> we just, just got to clean out the hour here. Listen, and if I've told Cole once, I've told him a thousand times. I don't like people messing with my backside. It's true. He's lying. He's telling the truth. He tells me that. But he, if we see a trend, I, I have yeah. I have one in the chamber. So. All right. So, what's the topic tonight, nerds? Was it burnout? Burnout, burnout in airsoft, burnout in media, burnout and yep. everything. Everything. Your job. I think this is a perfect. This is a perfect episode to start airing out those types of things. Because that's what <laughs> that's what burns us out about this burnout on this fucking show and everything. I'm going solo. Forget you, nerds. <laughs> yeah, this is my last one, and I'm out. <laughs> are you Are you gonna go and make the piano key necktie? Yeah, I, I figured we'd be at a thousand viewers by now, so I'm giving up. This is done. We're done. I, yeah, I really we're don't think, feel like you guys are contributing enough. So uh, later. <laughs> yeah, out. I mean, I mean, burnouts burnouts a real thing in airsoft for fucking sure. Like it is with every, any hobby. Like, cause, I mean, you get gym burnout, you get sports burnout, you get career burnout, relationship burnout. Yeah, fucking, you gotta you gotta you gotta find ways to keep shit fresh. Yeah. So, like, uh, I guess, fuck, I guess the main question is, where, where are you guys at on your burnout meter? Because there's definitely a tipping point. It's kind of like a gas gauge. It's, yeah. Me I'm, personally, I'm, I'm recovering from my burnout last year. Yeah, <laughs> that was I probably get, the, that was the tipping point for me. And uh, we we posted this this theme for our, for the week about, I don't know, midway through the week last week. And we started getting a bunch of really, really good comments mm, uh, on, on what the cause is. Um, and I mean, we can just kind of go over those one by one, but a lot of it had to do with money was probably the one I saw more than anything. And, uh, yeah, I think burnout occurs not so much from like playing every weekend. It, I think it comes, it came from me whenever I started trying to go out and play national level events, like on a monthly basis. Cause I think one year I did, 
it was either 10 or 11 like national level Jesus. events. So it was, it was some, sometimes it was twice a month. Sometimes it was like every other month and there was very few breaks in between. Yeah. I was, I was seeing you like every other weekend there for a while. It was glorious. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was bad for everything else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, it you was watch how your personal life just slowly crumbles when you take any time to go on one of those things. Yeah. No, for sure. Let, let alone like 10 to 11. I can't. Yeah. And especially like, you know, owning a business, family, sports, stuff like that. It, you know, anything else you have going on comes to a halt for five days every time yeah. you have to travel out of state to go play airsoft. So it, at first, you know, it's fun. You're seeing your friends, seeing your friends, seeing your friends, having a good time. Um, you know, if you have the money to spend, that's really not the biggest, you know, restraint on you. But uh towards the end of the year, whenever it's like, Oh God, I have another one coming up, you know, and I got to print shirts for it and I got to do this to get ready for it. It just started, was, started to you, wear me out. I was going to say, I think vendor business side of this yeah, too. Right. And that's what I was going to say. I think being a vendor is a little bit different because you're actually required to be prepared and ready. And like some of these airsoft events, I feel like if you're not on the vendor side, you can just be like, Oh, it's another event. I don't have to prep. Like you were just saying, you know, merchandise basically. Yeah. And, and I mean, and not to get on my own soapbox, but I'm, I'm kind of in a unique position compared to other vendors because other vendors primarily exist in the airsoft world. So they're packing up the same stuff, the same setup every time they have it down, you know, Hey, I need to ship it out this many days ahead of time. I need to get there a day ahead of time to, to set it up. And it's the same setup every single time. Well, for me, like I have to bring product and product has to change. Product has to revolve. Uh, you know, I'm bringing product for other customers there and I have other customers here locally and, you know, throughout the rest of the world that I have to take care of before I can go to an event. Well, I was going to say, not only that, but a lot of the other vendors, their products are either relied on you or they're relying on somebody else's shipment of, you know, whatever they're, they're, you know, so all the product that changes is all product that you physically had to make. Yeah. So all the anxiety for me would kind of fire up probably about a month out. That's when I had, I, I had to start working on everything. So that really came to a boiling point, uh, you know, beginning of last year, I was just kind of getting sick of it. And it was bad because I just started trying to do the whole leadership side of AMS and I got brought in. Big mistake. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was halfway voluntold for it. And uh, I had to bail on two events in a row. I just, I didn't have the time. I couldn't, I couldn't take the time off. A lot of that had to do with my eyes, my surgeries and having to take time off from work. So I felt bad because you never want to be the guy that's like, yeah, dude, I got your back. I'll be there. And then you have to bail last second. Mm-hmm. And I did that twice. And then that was just kind of it for me. Like I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done for the year. I'm not doing anything else. And I ended up making it out to one or two more events, but uh, learning to pace myself has been the biggest thing, like trying to pre-plan what I'm going to do throughout the year and not do it kind of haphazardly at the last second. I agree yeah. to that. But that's my spiel. Anybody else want to take a turn? Oh, oh it's just stick. <laughs> trying to eat up the, the whole hour. I, I agree that uh, events become significantly less fun when you're working them and setting up tables. Yes. Well, that's what I'm there for. <laughs> there to make that table fun. God damn it. Yeah, Derek. I mean, you're. Excuse me. You're you're somebody else who has a who's well known for having you know vendor table you know that's set up at. AMS events or various other events, like where, where would you feel that your burnout comes from? Cause I, I'm sure yours is, you know, probably a lot similar to, to guardian. Um, but yeah. I would, I would say that right. story is very similar to Corey's. Oh my God. Hold on. I'm, I'm dealing with some. <laughs> <laughs> Derek has, Derek has way more problems than I do right now. <laughs> Mostly with his microphone and internet connection. And a 416. Uh, and a 416 I, that's I marked for airsoft. Last year, this last year I was able to, to break that. Um, oh my God. Sorry. My computer is having a seizure right now. As I try to fix this. Did but somebody laser engrave fucking 1.06 joules onto it too? Or energies, I'm sorry. That's too soon. <laughs> uh, what I had to do is I, I made the decision that I'm going to try and make it to some events that I'm not going to work at yeah. at all. Like I'm going to go purely as a participant and not uh, a sponsor. And I, that helped a lot to have at least a couple of events that to say I'm going to have fun not to work. It greatly simplifies things. I hear you. And you don't have to give out all that free shit. <laughs> you still get harassed uh, for the free top, shit. You still don't have to give it out. Ravenous. If you stand up on a stage or the bed of a truck and you hold something up 
I mean, you, you'd act like they hadn't eaten in weeks. A dead rat, a shoelace. They want. I'm it. always encouraging that they fight to the death. I like the way that they jump up and then fall down on gravel when they when they fight over a pad. I, I don't want to see someone because uh, you know it's it's only the low level stuff that gets thrown out into the crowd. I want to see someone throw a PTW out in the crowd and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. What if we did like the bubble fights of airsoft? Bo it broken home four threw out a pistol and it almost started a fist fight. It was shit. It was it was like it was like a shitty Walther PPQ too, like something no one wanted. And he tossed it out into the crowd at the raffle. And I remember like hands being thrown almost. <laughs> it got so bad. This is so a plastic fast. gun, dude. Dude, it was terrible. Uh, but I mean, I feel like so at least for my side of thing as far as burnout goes. Um. It, it, and I think that this is the root of both of y'all's or at least part of both of y'all's problem with being a vendor too, is it's the, the, the air quotes community or the people you have to deal with on a regular basis where it, it just, and it's, it's gotta be so much worse for you guys, but you show up these events and it just seems like everybody fucking wants something from you. Or they want you to do something for them. Or they want you to fucking like help. Like, I paid to be here, but you want me to help run your event too? Like, what the fuck are you? What What is this? Like, why am I working? I'm I'm not here to work. I came here to have a good time, and I paid to come here to have a good time. But you know, and I'm doing you know when you and this shit adds up too. Like talking about the money problem, like all these events you do, like nine events a year, you're looking at like a grand. So it's a lot of money. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot way of time away from yeah. home. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not rough, talking like rough estimate. How much? How much do you think you guys spend on average going to an event? 500 bucks. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say anywhere between 500 to $750. Yeah. And yeah. I, I normally don't have to like, that's, that's like without hotel. a ticket, I'm talking 500 bucks, gas, food, hotels. Are you talking about a speeding ticket or an event ticket? Both. <laughs> 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 I'm two for two. <laughs> ah! Jesus. Fuck that motherfucker. I, oh my God. No, I would, I've kind of made it a point that, that this, that airsoft has to pay for itself that I, I don't want to invest too much money, you know, other than like the supplies that I need, but for travel and things like that, I always try to find a way that I, you know, somebody who has a better power of pen and I have a talent of some sort, like we can come to some sort of agreement. But you're, on like, you're still investing something monetary at that point. Right. You something know, that can be, it's not necessarily like me physically giving money. It's like, yeah. because that on my end is, you know, I've got a job and I've got my ventures that I am trying to contribute to. Well, so. so that's, but that's one of the ways like, cause like I said, that's, that's how the burnout happened for me was, you know, going to only doing big events and always feeling like just kind of like pulled at a bunch of different directions for stuff. But the way I fixed it and at least the way that's worked for me is there's a couple other things is like, part of the burnout was player burnout as far as like, I got tired of just like running and kicking in doors and doing dumb shit. So I switched to a sniper for a little while and that helped a lot. It did fucking wonders. I was really surprised. And now it's cool to be able to kind of shift back and forth. Um, new guns, new gear has been a way that I've gotten out of burnout. But another thing that I'm starting to try to do is I'm starting to go out to the local fields more to where I'm not just going to events. And I feel like that helps kind of feed the beast a little bit to where I'm not so strained like, I don't feel like I have to go to this event because nothing's worse than feeling like you have to go to something to justify it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm spending a shit ton of fucking money on this hobby. Like, even when I'm not playing, like, I just bought another gun and I don't know fucking why I did it. But now I got to use the goddamn thing like 12 times next year or it's not going to be like even remotely fiscally worth it for me to have bought that fucking thing. But that's just the way my brain works. So, I mean... Uh, there's, I feel like there's a lot of good ways to fix burnout, and those are just like a couple that I've come across. I'm sure it's different for y'all. I mean, for my burnout, I went from playing a lot on local fields to not having that uh, here in Colorado. So that that's kind of what caused my burnout is like we lost two or three fields within a year, and so when you have no place to play, that's a good way to get burned out. And then the only events that you are playing are the major events. So like for me, the last time I played at a local field was last weekend in a year. So, and I do agree with Cole, what you were saying of changing positions and, or I guess roles you could say mm-hmm. to well, cause like, know, fix the I burnout. really, I really like, I really want to do technical, like technical only. Like, you know, you, I don't even want to like imagine the amount of money it would take to buy like a, old forerunner and fucking juice it up to be a technical for a game. But I think it'd be so much fucking fun to get like the five of us rolling around in a truck for an event, like just 
that's all we would do is just roll around the technical and fuck shit up. I think that would be a way like that'd be so much fucking fun to me. Yeah. Tristan Villanueva brings up a good point. He says once airsoft fun becomes an airsoft job, that's when burnout begins. Yeah. I totally yeah. Agree. And I can, I, I can definitely see that. We've, we've seen it with some guys like uh, if y'all remember Matt, the musketeer, like, uh, and uh, who is oh, the other guy? Um, Scruffs. Did, say what? Scruffs. That's the one that was always with him that kind of went down the same route. Yeah. There, there was probably three or four guys about two years ago. That wasn't were level, like, wasn't level cap one of level them? cap. Level he was cap. the one that did a, a real good video on it. I think Matt just kind of moved on to other more professional things, but, um, as professional as Matt gets. Yeah. Those guys, those guys talked a lot about how, when the, it became a requirement for them to go out and play on the weekend because they had to produce so much content every week, that was when they burned out. And it just it got to the point where it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, well, so. I remember Level Cap saying the same thing about the people in his video too. He's like, I got tired of everybody fucking wanting something from me. I, yeah. He goes, it was like, it used to be an escape and I was just doing the airsoft videos for fun. And then... <laughs> The fucking the people just made it a goddamn nightmare for him from what he was from the video he was talking about. And then he like couldn't hide from yeah. like just going yeah, to any field. There was no there was no getaway. Yeah. yeah. That was nothing and you know, nothing against <clears throat> Falcon, but like I for a while I was one of their sponsored players. And um yeah, I admit it's it. a dirty word. I was I, I was. Um I got a lot there's a lot of them, my local guys give me shit for it too. But, <laughs> um, but it was like, you know, you got to post something once a week and, you know, while that doesn't sound like a big deal, you know, my page has always been, you know, I don't repost things and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's just a different subscription. You and, just do your things. Yeah. I just, I like my things. And yeah. When the muse is upon you. When the muse is upon me, I, I act upon it and um, I just didn't like it. And it, you know, when, when you have to, when you have to do something, it doesn't, it just doesn't feel genuine. Yeah. I agree. And, you know, so, uh, you know, it's always encouraged. Yeah. Be you, but post about it on the same day as everybody, you know, like, and I'm like, let's see, I just, it's just me hawking the same shit. And, and then, you know, it wears on you because it's not what you're supposed to be driving on. So, well, and then, I, I was, I'm just going to be super real for a moment yeah, like this. Really. I think this, this show is a big reason that my burnout has leveled out as much as it has. Like the, uh, at least for me, this show made airsoft fun again. Yes. This is doing well, this, this doing is this like dumb shit. group therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it just is. Been able to get on once a week and just yeah. bitch. So I've, helped this I've picked four of the worst counselors you could ever imagine. Oh yeah. We're, we're going, we're spiraling down together. I will we're, say though, that for the amount of money we probably all collective and we probably could have had a pretty good counselor by this point. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. I, I could have bought another truck by this point. I could have done the shit I want to do to my fucking Tacoma. I mean, I honestly feel like I would have probably not still been in Airsoft if it wasn't for this podcast, probably. Like, it's... I don't well, know. Well, that's the flip side of people. is Then you find good people that you actually want to fucking play with and go out with and have a good time with, and it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So... Yeah. You know, like like I said, I, I'm guilty of it. I've been talking about it most of this time about people being the biggest problem, but they're also the best part of it. So it's you gotta you gotta be really, really, I think, selective with who you associate with in airsoft or in yeah. this silly little hobby because it's it, at least in my experience, it's been super easy to tell the clout chasers like pick them out of a fucking lineup. I could I think I could smell them at this point. Like it's just you know who they are and you know who to fucking stay away from. It takes a little bit of time to learn that, but once you get it down pat, you're pretty good to go. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the reasons why I have, a, have had a burnout, not only just because of, you know, my own comings and goings, my life's been pretty hectic this last couple of years. Um, but I have a knack for, for getting a gun and it not working ever. Like, like <laughs> it that is true. if it's a, it's a $20 gun, or a seven hundred dollar gun. It can be a free gun. It can be a custom built gun. And I say all those because it has it, all of every single one of them. Both of I my thousand dollar plus builds shit the bed on Saturday when I went out to D fourteen. Ouch! Neither Ouch. one of them worked right. F's in the chat. Sistema, the new mags that I got, the new fucking brand new PTS EPM. That, that's PTW that's mags. why I did Sistema. Fucking it's feed so until you break them in, which is the most work. retarded shit I've ever heard my entire life. You know what though? Like after I got that TK forty five and having it shoot the way it did, I was like, man, it kind of sucks that you spent all that money on a gun that shoots only fifty feet further than mine. And. <laughs> 
and then then yours broke because I broke it on accident. Well, what I about know. Juicy? Has Juicy broken for you yet? Um, no, actually. So the only gun, and this is not you know again, love my KWA, and which by the way, update Cole. Um, KWA is they're they're I'm talking with them now about you know doing the do a re, um, a repair process. So they're oh. like. Yeah, they, they're oh, totally cool. they <laughs> No, they're totally, they've been really, really good. So, but one of the only guns that has worked for me out of the box was the Aries Striker, the the Aries Amoeba, uh, ASO2, ASO, and ASO3. No, excuse me, the ASO1 and ASO3, which is the same body as the ASO2. So um, they just work out of the box. Um, they are dumb, simple. And that to me one of, has been one of the biggest things that has kind of helped my burnout was that it's like Legos for dummies. And, you know, I, I can tech now and I can customize my stuff. And like after I get my, you know, KWA TK45 back up and running the way I want it and those stupid strikers are done built like i'm done building stuff you know if somebody wants to send me something to paint i'm totally cool with that but uh outside of that personal custom builds i'm done for a while i want to focus on so my stuff but yeah that's the most aggravating thing for me is the guns work the sistema works fine it shoots fucking great it's just like the brand new fucking mags that i got for it all five of them you have to apparently break the, you have to break them in because they all fucking chop and don't feed so the four old ones that I've got work flawlessly and it shoots like 320 fucking feet and I don't have to dick with it. And the sniper shoots fucking fantastic. If I would remember to charge that goddamn battery, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom, fucking retarded. Tom says he's here. I know. If I you want to get a real gun. Oh God. I need, I need to, I need to break down and just do another, uh, do a polar star build at some point. I've got, oh, God damn it. I've been trying to avoid it, but, uh, I agree I saw with that fucking nine mil AK that he made, and I want it so fucking bad. I agree with Tim so what bad. he was saying. Plastic Vader in the chat, he says his Wolverine products have not broke down, and that's how exactly it might have been for me too. Like, yeah, I initially had some CO two locking issues with the the rate stock on the Wolverine bolt, but ever since then, it's like I've had weird AEGs break and like Spectre Chimeras yeah, fry well, on me. The, the number of but, the number of moving parts and the quality of parts compared to an AEG to HPA is right. Yeah, and significant. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend. Yeah. That's, You're talking about CNC machinery yeah. versus fucking Hong Chong chewy spit and fucking paper mache metal. Well, I have a friend. She has a Wolverine. I've bolt. seen so many gearboxes just like explode. Yeah, I, I have a friend with a Wolverine bolt that you know hers breaks actually pretty frequently and like breaks seals and leaks and i was like i haven't ran into that issue yet knock on wood but what's well, like tom just said he said crytek unfortunately has a really reliable gun yeah unless you drop it and then it shatters <laughs> into a million fucking pieces yeah my, my, fir- my first guns. gen yeah my first gen the buttstock snapped off <laughs> first yeah. they all did every single one of them did <laughs> but when it shot it was the best shooting gun out of the box at the time yeah, I got that. Yeah, they, they, I got that Wolverine bolt for the striker too. So like once that's all uh, up and running, I'm, I'm really excited about it because I've got the the short one and the long one, and I'm I'm the short one's going to be pretty much geared for indoor. Well, so and that's got to be you're t- we're once again we're talking about burnout and like things that kind of fix it. It seems like punk for you the ability to customize and modify and make something your own is like because you'd have been done with this shit a long time ago if you couldn't fucking make new exciting yeah, I, nothing yeah, tableaus of fucking I, satanism that's so like I, I feel like customizing and, and snowflaking my weapons or i not weapons my my toys weapons of mass destruction <laughs> um, i i feel like weapons in canada me just just messing with them is almost like therapy enough because i don't like M4s because everybody has an M4. So I'm like, well, what kind of stupid bullshit can I do to it that makes it look, you know, so you contrarian bitch. Yeah. It's, and then I get burnt out on that and I realize like, oh yeah, there's other things other than intercept I could be focusing on. So it's the same thing with gear too. Like that helps. Yeah. It's like I had more fun making that loadout for Avalon that we did. Oh that yeah. Was, making the loadout was more fun. I mean, I love the game. I had a great time, but making the loadout was more fun. I had, I was fucking geeking out. We were talking about it like texting like mean girl style 
yeah. day in and day out for like three weeks while we were putting together what amounted to a kit we were only going to use like a third of. Yeah, we only were doing it for photos that we never took. But it was, oh you so know, like, it's really cool being able to, to like, to do those things for those kinds of events because, you know, you basically, like, if you're burnt out on something, it's because it's not challenging anymore. So do something that you don't, you know want to but don't do something that's outside of your comfort zone you know well i feel like it's a yeah. lot of different points to life i feel like the main way to get out of a burnout is literally change it like like you just said becoming yeah, too stagnant yeah becoming too stagnant is the main problem so yeah well and carl you and derek have the problem like you're saying of not having any fields which brings up another question yeah. is how much do shitty field owners contribute to burnout and a just lot. like and players. I, I, I do know a number of people that left because of shitty field owners. It's, I hear that, man. We've been pretty mm. fortunate down here, in, at least where I'm at, North Texas, because like, I don't know him super well, but the owner D14 seems like a super chill dude. Um, the guys that run DFWAP are cool. Uh, there's a paintball place down here that does airsoft occasionally called Fun on the Run. They're, they're great dudes. They actually live down the street from my dad. Um, no, no. I will say one thing that like early, early, early on when airsoft was like, people are just starting to play in the area and like D14 just started to open. I started seeing like a lot of, a lot of shady shit where like somebody would throw an event and then the other game host would throw an event that exact same weekend and like try to steal each other's numbers and like little shady shit like that, which thank God pittered off after a while. But I feel like like what's about to to happen in one minute. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just about to get in the chat here. So, um, like, let's everybody, let's all, we'll send a link up into the chat, and we'll we'll go hang out in their chat for a little while. And we'll try and get some. Of we'll just make our show the the front half of their show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, it's funny that you bring that up though, because I think after money and time, uh, the community was another comment that a bunch of people made. Just talks yeah. to players and uh, the community being petty about stuff, which. I, I think a, a fix to a lot of those issues is like getting out. And you mentioned this, Eric, getting out and trying new stuff, different events, different yeah. fields, different sides. I know, I know a lot of people, especially that'll go to every single game of a certain event host and they'll play the same side every yeah. single time. So, and team or green team. Yeah. Cause Copper, Copperhead was the first, this last one, Copperhead five was the first time I'd ever gone on, on UFS. So like, I was always like, I will never wear tan. You cannot put me in multicam. Fuck you. We got you, bitch. Well, so one of the cool things that I just found out that AMS is doing, and I think this is neat, is uh, they're not allowing normal COXO people to fill the roles at the AMSL games. So like at Southern Front and Northern Front, the COs of each team have to be local field players. Hmm. They're demanding and they're making it to where... So, like, if you go to D14, the XO might be somebody you see at a normal AMS event because I think it's going to be Schaefer for UFS and Cade for cost. But the CEO has to be a local player on both on both sides. And so does the combat controllers and so do a lot of the leadership positions. They're requiring that as many of those slots be filled by local players as possible, which I think is a really kind of neat idea. Doug Smith makes a good point. I was like, I feel like some people get burned out with their stuff being tinkered too much and then it keeps breaking and and then it just doesn't work and that causes burnout. I, I somewhat agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've definitely I've definitely had events where I've walked off the field more than once because I didn't have functioning weapons. Yeah. Which is super, super aggravating. Well, it is because you spend all this money all this time and then you fucking travel that way and then shit doesn't work and you're like, God, God. Copperhead last year, my PTW, it, it rained slightly on Sunday and the whole PTW decided to just stop a, working. A brisk wind will down those. Yeah, thing I over, I, yeah what was it? Uh, Copperhead 4, I just opened up a VFC Avalon for the first time and it just didn't <laughs> pulled work. pulled it out of the box and it just wouldn't fucking shoot. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't shoot. It double fed. It, it jammed up. And I was like, man, uh, if only Jonathan Higgs told me this was going to happen. Oh, you thought we forgot about your elite force, didn't you? You thought we forgot. You we thought I forgot. Uh, my Avalon worked great out of the box. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, and that's the thing too is like, I can be, I can say all this, I can talk all my shit, but at the same time, like everybody else's work, that's just goes back to what I said before. I get the lemon. Yeah. 
You're that guy. Sent you, did, so, did Elite Four send you that gun? Because they may have sent you the no, so, uh, this kid. No, no. What what happened was um my local shop, uh Thunder Kiss Northwest, um, I said, like, hey, I'm gonna be going to to Copperhead. Do you I mean, is there like I can bring the gun that you guys built me before, or is there a gun that you guys want me to just kind of like showcase while I'm there or just let me know what you want? I don't mind, whatever. They're like, all right, we'll we'll you know, we'll send we'll we'll do a uh, you know, an av- a VSC Avalon. I was like, Awesome. That's really cool. You know, thank you. And so I took it and it just so happened to be the one that just didn't work. So <laughs> they probably and, just killed uh, it with uh, like did anyone in here make something? the unfortunate decision of buying an Oppenheimer build back when they were a thing? <laughs> oh fuck, Robo oh, did the dude. old Floppenheimers. <laughs> oh I remember Robo was so how's fucking that? proud of that thing at Rebel Yell. Uh, how's that company doing, by the way? Oh my god. Oh, great. What happened? What so? What exactly happened they, aside from them just like spontaneously combusting along with all of their I, guns? I think at the, the, com- same the same time. companies. Yeah, the, it was somehow connected to the guns they made. All the guns started breaking instantly, and then so did the company. Yeah, and then people started. <laughs> from what I understand, people started sending their guns back and then never receiving them back. So, oh no! Oh, yeah. that sounds familiar. Yeah. That happened in the real steel world apparently yeah. too. Yeah. So. God, what the fuck is it with gun with custom gun manufacturers and you just never getting your shit back? It's because what you see on Instagram and your and your gunfighters, it's not what happens in real life. It's all just a bunch of dick sucking. <laughs> no lies detected. That doesn't sound terrible yeah. at all. No, you no. Porn up when you've got Instagram if you want to see people get Yeah, it. yeah. What you see on Instagram is bullshit. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Don't listen to them. It's don't do them. Corey, I'm sorry, Corey. Your arms on Instagram are totally real. We believe. They, yeah, well, those are implants. Or <laughs> <laughs> but they're real. They're real implants. They're real. They're real implants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. How I mean, many I times? Never mind. Never mind. I'm good. Do it. Strike no, it down. I'm good. I'm good. It's like oh, the anchor arms from SpongeBob. Just. <laughs> That's yeah, it's exactly it. Corey Anchor Arm Sains. That's no, exactly no, why. No, no, no. I'm changing the intro. Find <laughs> no. out it is. Yeah. He, no. he likes being Captain America now. He well, fucking hated it. I'll tell you. It's better than Sammy Slice, that's for sure. Uh, bur- burnout, uh, you know. I this morning when I was when I was pre-recording the intro, outro, and the sponsorship loop, uh I must have done it 37 times, man. Like <laughs> I would stop midway through. I'm like, what the fuck? Or like my phone would go off and you'd hear a notification in the background and I'd just throw something. I'm like, ah, bitch. Uh, did, Corey, didn't you do that whenever you were making the, uh, the announcement video for when we were going to have Bo uh, on? And you're just dude, like, dude. I the fuck. It was hilarious. I would get like 10 seconds. I'd be like, hey guys, what's up tonight on the podcast? And then I'd be like, rah, 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 screw something up. And it's like, crap. So hit space bar. And then you start all over again. And it's hard to fake like being excited to talk to people like over oh, yeah. hey, guys, what's up? Hey guys. Hey guys. There's 30 takes per video. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah no, well, there's a, there's a line in the outro that is um with the with the follow-through airsofters exude. And it was airsofters exude. That too like the way that it just flowed, I was like, airsofters exude. And I was like, that's not actually language. I need to unfuck my situation here. Fucking uh, Tom. Tom just asked if I've given proof of gains for that bench thing. I actually have a very valid excuse this week because oh, when I tried, God. no, when I tried to get into the gym, <laughs> when I tried to get into the, <laughs> when I tried to get into the gym Monday, I got down, started doing bench, and I had a hemorrhoid explode. Which, Blame it on the butthole. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't even. I wasn't even aware that I had one, and that fucker popped. And if you've uh, never had a hemorrhoid explode, it's like because there's like pus and shit in there too. I guess, and that God. smell was foul. So I had to run out of there real quick before everyone thought are, I shit my sure fucking pants. Just, are you sure you didn't just shit your pants, dude? <laughs> I may yeah. have, but there's usually not that much blood. <laughs> Cold burned out in the middle of the gym. <laughs> that was my gym burnout right there, Blue man. Gasket. <laughs> His little little O-ring gave out. What's funny is it it was like the warm up too because I was gonna I was gonna get somebody to spot me. Thank God it wasn't during like the big one. Put like three hundred pounds up and just shit. Just sat there squirming. It's all on fucking camera. Oh God, blood. Hey, hey, everyone. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. Okay, I'm not. (laughs) Just not. I'm not. I don't want to do that to you. However, if you will 
put your attention in the chat room. Just ooh, just, a link. Oh God. I wonder where it goes. <laughs> I see you. I don't go fuck about TMI, Tom. <laughs> I'll let everybody know. First thing I did was call my wife. I was like, hey, honey, I'm coming home. Because <laughs> I was working out in the middle of the work day. She's like, why are you coming home already? <laughs> my butthole blew Reasons. up. No, I was like, my asshole hurts. I don't want to be here anymore. The kid, the kids at the playground are making fun of me. <laughs> Come pick me up. My insides are my They're calling me smelly butthole. I was finger popping my asshole when I made a mistake. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Cole, you're, you're burning out our Yeah, I was going to say, we, we got to move on from this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fine. You fucking Philistines. Uh, so, since we've already talked about all the negative things that make us burn out, uh, what are some things you guys think you could do in order to prevent it or to get yourself back on track? For the future. That would try new events. So what? Things in general. Yeah. That would take yeah. self. That would take accountability of self, and I will have none of that. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Well, yeah. You had, you had said new events, and you know, I, I honestly, I've been so dedicated to AMS, just being a sponsor, and through other things that I hadn't had a chance to, and I got to go out and do the Overwatch Tactics game last year and had a blast. And it's not necessarily you know one that one's better than the other. It's just different. It's yeah, different. So, yeah, so it's a different experience. It's new, which I think is what addicts people to Airsoft in the first place is having that new experience, you know, on that grand scale of having all the players and all that in the rank yeah. structure and everything. Um, so just to have a game that's run differently, different objectives uh, was definitely refreshing. That's why that's why I want to go to a mid a uh, golly Milsom West can't talk uh, event this year. I want to and I want to do the insurgency. So it's like totally different. I think the plan mm-hmm. is for all of us to do one together, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah we, I, we have to. That's that's a requirement. We I want I ideally like in my head, I want to do at least two events this year where we all make it. But I'm betting we'll get one. We have to at least get one. That's we got to do. So that. I'll be at Southern Front. So you know, uh, the oh, tickets, nice. uh, right. the Formula Drift are I don't think going to be available for me. So yeah, I, I I'm probably going to Southern Front. Derek, obviously, with you living 30 minutes away from me, the offer goes to you as well. But I will drive myself if. That's the case. Bring those. I was cheeks. I was talking to Cole possibly that I I um you know because a flight to Texas is about the same to a flight to California and because I you know I have family down south um hey. I can you know was that I a can. southern accent or a Russian accent no that was that was like <laughs> it's my family this is my, my family. family this is <laughs> my family the strong like bulls some chimichki seeds. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I think Texas games are going to be a little bit more accessible to me, you know, where, you know, I can change my, so, um, I, and not only that, but I want to try an AMS event that isn't Copperhead because yeah. I know that's the cool place, but like, Agreed. I don't know, man. The same. I, I mean, Copperhead's awesome, but you, Ooh, you go to it for so many years in a row. What's this? Insurgency? I gotta switch it up South Car- this year. What's this South Carolina insurgency that I'm seeing that Tom's yeah, talking about? What's the what date is on that? What is Dees? Um, I want to say it's March. March. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a birthday trip. Mm, I could probably do that. I thought I, I want to say it was in Vir- West Virginia. Am I? He said wrong? South. He Carolina. said South Carolina. Oh, cool. And he's smarter. Than oh, that might that might be the GTI that. event. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, that's a long drive. It's like a twelve hours, I think. Fuck, dude. We did that drive for Copperhead. We did. That was, I like to drive to Copperhead, man. It's a it's a fun drive. Driving yeah. driving with people you know and reaching out makes it fun. We had a we had a great time while we were trying to keep up with your fucking taillights because Woodcock would not slow the fuck down while dragging. You know, a six trailer with trailer. a fucking forty pound speed limit <laughs> sign all over it. It was fifty. It said not to go over. Hey, 50. at least he was doing one hundred and ten. So it didn't fucking. Matter. At least your trailer <laughs> tire didn't explode like me and Derek's. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Did you yeah. know? Oh, that, I forgot. Uh, Everybody had a terrible time getting home. Places don't carry spare tires for trailers. It's just not a thing. Yeah. So if your uh, if your trailer goes out and you don't have a spare, sucks to suck. Yeah. <laughs> Woodcock and I. I don't think I ever told the story about Woodcock and I running out of gas on the way home. What? Oh, good. Yeah. So you know, you know, I, I I rushed like I was working on the GX. I got it lifted, got it aligned, got the new wheels and tires and everything on it. Well, turns out when you go up from like a thirty inch tire to a thirty three, 
that uh, your gas gauge is going to be off a little bit. It turns out it's off by about 20 miles. You didn't yeah, really hear it. Hold up. Hold up. Tristan's in their chat room right now. Just fucking running a mic. <laughs> oh, no. You, what, did you, what did you do? What have we done? We have oh unleashed autists. Who did you that? unleash on them? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's so... <laughs> I'm crying right now. It's so funny. This is the nicest thing anyone's ever done. Uh, so speaking about a toxic community. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome oh, to August, motherfuckers. Oh. Oh, we're quickly becoming the Josh Warren of podcasts. Oh, God. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Well, it depends. It depends on who the target is. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, God, no. Uh, we're terrible anyway so (laughs) (laughs) uh, i would say let's think of a couple of more suggestions obviously for fixing burnout talk about the uh, american airsoft awards and we're like 15 minutes away from wrapping guaranteed to fix your burnout yeah well so here's here's something i've seen um and just some things I, i i haven't experienced them personally but i've seen some other people experience them it's it's putting too much money into a hobby. Um, yes. you, you have to manage your money. You have bills to pay, uh, yep. families to take care of and mouths to feed before this, like this should be the last thing you're concerned about. Honestly, like fun should be the last thing you budget. And, uh, I've, I've definitely done that backwards before in my life. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I'm at a point now where there's a much larger budget for fun, but it wasn't always like that. And I made some stupid decisions earlier on, but you see these people, when they decide to step away from airsoft, the first thing they have to do is unload all that unnecessary gear that they bought. Yep. And then you'll see that same person a year later buying all that gear again. So I would just say budget, like budget, budget your time, budget your money, uh, and pick the events you're going to go to, whether it's, you know, going to one close so you save money or just doing one or two a year. So you save money, just be intelligent about it. Yeah. Definitely. Don't overstate yourself. Well, when one, one thing I was going to say is when I keep talking about change in airsoft, it doesn't have to be like specifically airsoft related, like do something new in the terms of maybe start a YouTube channel or start don't vlogging or start Let me. I told Alphonse to No, I mean, just like do something new, like get into something different. Like we started doing this podcast and this is easily the most fun part of Airsoft for me, like by a long shot. Right. That doesn't mean start your own podcast. What does that say about Airsoft? (laughs) Yeah. Well, so, you know, there's, I'm just saying there's outlying things you can do related to Airsoft that doesn't involve the guns or the gear or the events as much. Like you can do other fun shit and have a good time with it. You fucking heathens. Jesus Don't let Christ. airsoft be the only hobby you have. Yes, you have yeah, other hobbies. Sure, Jesus. That's, that was that was you know when you when <laughs> when I uh, you know like customizing guns and that becoming like its own little outlet for me. Airsoft became my only outlet, so like it, I was quickly to burn out on it. But um, one thing I would say, oh, sorry, what's going on? Tristan's murdering. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! They started responding to him. (laughs) They don't realize they're just making him more powerful. (laughs) The more you fight him, the worse he gets. (laughs) It's like the stereotype of lockjaw from a pit bull. Oh, the more you move, the tighter it gets. No, that's how this is going to work. One, goddamn it! One of the one of the made comment. One of the made classic blunder. Yeah, somebody, somebody made a comment about we not being able to drink as much as them. And Tristan's like, have you met Cole? <laughs> is this bad? Uh, can, How bad is continue. it? Continue. It's not um, terrible. So <laughs> what I would say one thing I would recommend to kind of help you from burning out and feeling overwhelmed in Airsoft is get yourself a good kit. Like it's, it's that stupid tried and true that, you know, like buy right, you know, buy buy more expensive once or buy cheap several times, find a platform that works, find a piece of gear that works. So that way, like, you know, you don't have to like, what gun am I going to pick or what, you know, like pick a style and like, keep it simple. So that way, like if you do sell your stuff, you're not going to have to sell a lot. And if you want to get back into it, you don't have to buy a lot and you already know it works. So 
like keep inventory of your things. Don't let it like overwhelm you. Yeah, that's good. That's definitely that kind of ties into what we talked about last week. How you yeah. you evolve from just buying everything to buying those few things that <laughs> work for that's you. Now you're before yeah. you were born. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I find it I find it to be way way more um, not only cost effective but it um, like better for your overall mental status like off the field. Yeah, and and Darren brought up another good point. He he said it's been more fun the past couple of years just hanging out with friends, almost just as much fun as playing the the event itself. Uh, finding a group to go with or making friends while you're there, like you don't want to be there by yourself at a national level event. I can only imagine that would be the most terrible thing ever. Like I remember being the new guy going to an event for the first time. And fortunately I'd already made a friend or two that was playing and that made it definitely a lot easier because they took me around and introduced me to everybody. And I quadrupled, you know, the amount of people I knew in airsoft after my very first event. And then it just, it doubles and doubles and doubles over and over again. But having that core group of friends, kind of like we have here on the podcast, you know, to hang out with, to talk to definitely makes it far, far more enjoyable. Even if the event is terrible after the game's over, you can go and party and have a good time and it makes it worth the, the trip. Honestly. I love, I love, I love, I love you guys. Do we want to take a second to talk about the, uh, does anybody have anything else before we talk about the, the awards no, fuck it. We've talked about it enough. Let's talk about some sweet ass awards. Yeah. You want to, you want to pull that up and talk about it, Coral? Yes, sir. Coral. So obviously if you haven't heard by now, we are doing the American airsoft awards. It's presented by us because fuck everybody else. And, um, <laughs> anyway, it's basically just a way that you guys can vote on truly what you guys think the best airsoft companies are here because we had people talk about like I've never heard of these companies that are nominees for the I don't remember what the name airsoft award show is, but um yeah, basically you can basically choose and enter your own nominees for all these categories you see here and like I said, I think it'll be a lot more relevant to at least people that watch this show or care about it. So, yeah, it's kind of the spiel, but it's on our website, which is American or excuse me, asappodcast.com forward slash ASAP Airsoft Awards. I will copy and paste the shit out of this in the chat. But yeah, it's kind of the idea. Did I do okay on that? Sponsored and presented by the Russian Federation. Yeah. No, yeah. And we, uh, and the guys told me, to we we extended the the voting period, so the nominate or the the nomination period it's going to about the middle of next month. I think the tenth or something of next month, and uh, we're still reaching out to other companies. Uh, everybody so far has been pretty receptive to the idea, and we're going to try and spread it more and more. Uh, last I checked, we already had well over a hundred votes, so it's it's catching a little bit of traction. I think it'll be a fun, goofy thing to do. So hopefully, I'm, you I'm really excited to, f- to yeah. see how we figure out how to host the actual award show. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm buying uh, I'm, like everything with this show. We just make it up as we go. Yeah. yeah. I'm buying, well, I'm buying red curtains and a podium. So I don't know what you guys are doing. Hookers and blow. I, I, can, I won't tell. Yeah. I won't let you know because you're a police officer, man. But hookers and blow is my plan. Yeah. You're not in my jurisdiction. So do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, we got the, we got an award show coming up that, that we have no idea what we're going to be doing. We have ways that you can vote. Go on our website, uh, asappodcast.com. Go and look at there. I mean, there's a tab right there. If you can't figure it out, get off the fucking internet. Please, please ignore the fact that Derek uploaded the wrong episode title <laughs> with the wrong episode on the most recent one. I think it's episode 23. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not what it was labeled in the Dropbox. <laughs> go, uh, go count, go cast your clout. God, yeah. Cast your clout. Go cast your clout. Yeah. I like it. It's a good catchphrase. I, uh, I, I fully, uh, I fully intend to host the award show with like shorty shorts, a Hawaiian shirt, and then a very tasteful blazer over that. Maybe some yeah. coconut bra. Definitely some mediums are going to get worn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All yeah. the mediums. Oh, Jesus Christ. So we've got that. And then it sounds like Southern Front's going to be the next one to see the majority of us at, if we can swing it. That's yeah. what, April 5th through the 7th, right? Yeah. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. So get, get you guys, to if you guys can. It's a, it's, it's fun because it's a really chill event. It's not your typical big national level AMS event, even though you'll still have the numbers there. Yeah. Well, it probably, yeah, definitely have the numbers because that field pulls like, a hundred plus kids yeah. in a given Saturday. When it's Woodcock kind of, and I went last year, I want to say there was easily 150, 200 there. So that was definitely a good time. 
Nice. Oh yeah. I've been wanting to go to D14 anyway. I hear nothing but good things. Yeah, it's so. it's the coolest local field I've been to. And I know there's a hundred thousand of them throughout the United States, but as far as the ones that I've been to to date, it's definitely not in best. Colorado. I used to work for Airsoft yeah. D3. I can tell you right now, there are not a hundred thousand fields in Airsoft. It was actually 98,437. Do they claim there are that many fucking fields? No, 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 no. No, I'm saying, anyway, no, it's there's 15. Yeah, there's tomorrow there will there will be twelve. <laughs> We've gone back to the good like big fields. How many? There there can't be more than like twenty like large fields throughout. Oh no, West. you'd be surprised. Like okay. the, the East Coast is. Tom's saying the insurgency is in West Virginia. Okay. Ah, Derek was right as usual. Well then, I need okay. to hit Google. <laughs> that drive looks like the swift pat on the back for yourself, there, Hoss. <laughs> no, West Virginia, Misty Mountains. Yeah, that looks like a cool um, AO. I definitely want. What to is hit. the AO? I can't remember the name of it. It's mostly woods with like a town in the middle, and I'm assuming that the town will be where the civilians will be for the insurgency and then Russ 4 and NATO will probably be camped out in the woods. Oh, fuck, that means we gotta do a whole kit. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, civilian uh, kit is very easy. Right, well, do you guys want to do civilian? Like, what's the... Which, if what's I go civilian... Well, yeah, I am I would pretty much only be willing to go civilian because I, I ain't got that kind of investment to be Brian Ruskies. Plus, let's get, let's get with I want to bring... I want to bring Juicy Smollier. So, Juicy Smollier. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, like anytime you... Anytime, like, so for civilians, I want to be walking around as like a group. And anytime you bring that gun out, I want us all to go, Juicy. <laughs> juicy. Every time it gets holstered, it's just this like microphone that plays or a speaker, just juicy. We're going to, we're going to turn that game into the warrior so fast. Come out and play. Just fucking with people. Oh my all God. All right. And then on that note, so, if anybody in the chat and, and hosts alike, grab your grab your beverage of choice, uh, raise a glass to both listener and host as we toast to you, filthy degenerates, and rejoice that this dumpster fire has come to an end. Airsoft, another serious airsoft podcast, is based around a terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about toy guns and their adventures using them, and with the lack of follow through, airsofters exude. See what I did there? It's a fucking miracle we made it to episode twenty nine. 29. If you like what you heard, great. Let us know. If you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Remember to call your hits. Don't let the admin see you drinking. And that is the fanciest glass. That's because I'm I'm drinking Lagavulin. He's a fancy boy. And we'll see you guys next time in episode 30.